Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. everyone. I want to welcome you. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. As I said before, uh, we are so jazzed. We're going to be having some new websites uh, to be popping up here shortly. Uh, For more information about us, go to the drpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. Facebook, the Dr. Pat Show. Twitter, the Dr. Pat Show. And you don't ask me what the other ones are. Um, We have a great show for you today. Um, You know, it is so interesting uh, that this is our 10th year anniversary doing something that many people say wouldn't last 10 minutes. Um, And you heard me share in an interview not too long ago why I am actually physically even here. Now, sometimes we run into people along the way that become angels for us. And you're going to hear from today five angels that are joining us on a show that is very powerful. Now, let me talk about the first angel, if I could. Um, You know, many of us enter this doorway and we never think that if you're like me, you're an athlete all your life. Um, you thought, man, you're unstoppable. Uh, there's nothing really going to get in your way. And then all of a sudden, God has a different view of your life than you've ever had. And so for me, you know, I ended up on the pathway of an incredible healing journey. And the doorways open for me to meet a woman that is so inspirational, so absolutely gifted, so perfect in her mission, her vision, and her passion to help folks heal. And that's my friend, my doctor, my colleague, Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Now, you've heard me talk about her before. You know, she probably, you know, gets these intuitive vibrations when I do talk about her, even if she's not in front of me. But one of the things I've come to know is there are no mistakes. There aren't any mistakes, really. You know, the people that we meet, uh, the people that we take this journey with, They become our friends, they become our angels, they become our helpers. So today, she and I are going to have a chat about um, what many people call a disease or an illness. But I want to tell you about this today. You're going to hear from her, you're going to hear from me, and you're going to hear from four other angels. Because part of this is not about talking about disease. It's talking about courage. It's talking about what we want to stand up for. It's talking about how to help each other through the toughest times of our lives. And so, Dr. Darvish, for those of you that don't know who she is, you know, she is, in my opinion, one of the top of the top uh, doctors and healers that I've ever met. Uh, She's also the founder of Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue, uh, a holistic clinician, naturopath, Um, She has been certified by more certifications than I can even talk about. Uh, And she is someone that is not just a faculty member from Bastyr, but she's teaching other others of us how to understand what healing is about, natural healing, how to integrate spirituality in our lives, how to understand the power that we have within us to be the people we were always meant to be. And we are not meant in this world for suffering. We're not meant in this world to be unhappy. You know, we're meant in this world to live a life of joy and the ball gets to be in our court. Today, you're going to hear a story about four young women. But before we get to them, we're going to give you a backdrop for why Dr. Darvish is here. We're going to talk about, you know, something that many of you may or may not heard about. But today's show is to educate and inform all of us of the power, the purpose of education, information, and courage. Dr. Darvish, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Dr. Pat, thank you so much. I'm completely humbled by your introduction there. And I just wanted to share with all of you that I'm sitting next to one of my favorite and most inspirational angels, Dr. Mm. Pat. Mm. And I don't think she realizes how much she touches everyone's heart out there and around her. 
here in Seattle. Mm. So thank you for being who you are and for being my friend and mm. my colleague and mm-hmm. my inspirational angel. Well, and you know this, and I've said this to you before, I do not think I'd be sitting here alive, <laughs> let alone be sitting here at all. Uh, the journey has been wonderful. And that's the journey we're going to talk about today. You know, we're going to talk about something that has to do with uh, a condition, you know, that falls on many, many people uh, all over the world. Doesn't matter what age you are. Doesn't matter if you're male or female, uh, but is really close to home. Let's tell folks a little bit about this. So we're going to be talking about a condition called alopecia areata. Alopecia is an autoimmune condition that causes hair loss, sometimes in patches on the head, sometimes in beard for men, sometimes randomly throughout the body. But it's most significantly found in the hair area on the head. And it can be for some devastating. Many fight this condition and hide. Um, You may actually have close family and friends Mm -hmm. that are fighting this condition that you may not be aware of because they're hiding it. So um, my own daughter, my firstborn, my angel, has been fighting this for the past five, six years almost. And so it's a a journey that um, we have been blessed with. I've learned a lot through her. I always tell my patients and my friends and my colleagues that my daughters have been my biggest teachers in medicine. I learned a lot from them, both from a medical perspective, but also from a spiritual perspective and from just being human. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have taught me a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to chat with them earlier today and um, and I was really struck by, you know, uh, even knowing them a few minutes, short period of time. Actually, I know your children longer than that, but seeing them all grown up, it's like, what happened? Um, But part of this is also seeing the power in these women, you know, just seeing something about them. That is so strong, so inspirational, and, you know, for the times we live in, you know, become role models, all four of them. And I, I want to, we're going to talk with them later as well. I, I think it's important we just share with folks what this condition is. You know, what can people learn about it? And, and, and what is it? That you as a physician, I mean, I'm standing here because you got some of some crud, got rid of the crud in my body. But, you know, I'm standing here because of the miracle of what you do. And I think it's important that you and I have done in many radio shows is share what we've learned. Sometimes controversial, most of the time controversial. <laughs> but almost, well, we thrive on that. But, but almost always, <laughs> almost always significant and important. It is. What do we want to share about this for our, for the people listening that may not have you? What did you just say? What that was? They may not know about it. So alopecia is a hair loss, mm-hmm. and it's autoimmune, which means that the body attacks its own hair follicles in this case. Mm-hmm. And as the body's immune system attacks the hair follicles, these follicles fall out. Now there's variety of theories and reasons why somebody may acquire this kind of a condition. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's familial. In other words, family members may have it that it's been passed on. Other times it could be related to a virus such as the Epstein-Barr virus. Mm -hmm. Other times it may be a nutritional deficiency such as B12 or iron or zinc. Mm -hmm. And um, then there's many other reasons for this. Sometimes it's fungal, so it has to be differentiated uh, from a fungal. Um, foods. I've had patients who have had severe patches of hair loss and it was uh, due to celiac, gluten intolerance. Yeah. And as soon as they removed the gluten, the hair cleared up. Other times it's a malabsorption issue. The digestive system is not absorbing nutrients or there's a lot of inflammation from hormones and stress and yeast and other uh, parasites and imbalance of the bacteria in the gut. And so it can be very, very complicated and manifest itself in a very, what seems like a simple condition, just hair loss. Mm-hmm. Fix my hair loss. Right, 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 right. 
And it can also be extremely frustrating because it can wax and wane, come and go. Mm. And uh, in itself, as it waxes and wanes, for many causes more stress. And the more the stress, the more the hormones are um, disrupted, and then the more the hair falls out. So it's this vicious cycle that goes on, and uh, we have to break through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get this completely. I mean, it's interesting. She and I, uh, your daughter and I kind of came down with this autoimmune thing about, I would say about the same time, maybe a little bit sooner. But I get what you're saying, because for me, you know, as I went through my life, I was a pillar of health. And then the more manifestation of this, right, I, I actually blew up 100 pounds heavier. So that's what was going on with me. The more stressed I got about it. So, so, you know, this is really what we have is a ripple effect of this throughout the body, especially for people that don't understand. But how about children? It can be devastating. You know, my daughter, she has taught me so much about virtues and being a woman, actually, courageous and strong and powerful. And her sister's the same as they have gone through this journey of supporting her and showing me how they can be authentic in the ways they live and support each other. It's just been, um, you know, very, very powerful for some, for the kids, it can be devastating, especially around teenage years. Mm -hmm. Hers started around um, puberty. Mm -hmm. And could you imagine walking in school and having a, section of your hair missing when you have beautiful long mm. hair mm-hmm. no I, no hair. i actually can't you know yeah it can be devastating yeah. people the kids can make fun of you it psychologically can mm-hmm. impact one especially at that age quite a bit mm. but these girls have really stepped ab- above and beyond around um around above and beyond all of that and have shown, I think, all of us and taught us quite a lesson that we will hear about. Let's take a short break. Dr. Nusheen Darvish joining us here today. You know, you can go to drdarvish.com, D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. And when you do, you're going to find an amazing invitation for those of you out there that might have given up hope, that may think there's no other way for you. Um, and to be able to find that there are solutions that probably go beyond anything you've seen before. Um, and we'll give you a phone number for Holistique and much more. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Are you ready to move past limiting beliefs and unconscious obstacles that are holding you back from financial prosperity? Do you want to be free from debt and that feeling of being disempowered? Mary Jane Allen is a financial healer and joy creation specialist who uses her unique set of tools included in her financial healing process to help her clients move past those beliefs and fears. For more information and to contact Mary Jane, visit her website, manifestyourlifedream.com and begin your financial healing process today. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. I want to introduce you to my friends at BioResource, the exclusive Beyond Balance distributor in the United States and Canada. Used clinically by top Lyme doctors, Beyond Balance herbal formulas have helped thousands of patients battle tick-borne disease by providing superior immune system support and enhancing detoxification. Beyond Balance formulas are sold through healthcare professionals. The oral drops contain non-GMO food-grade vegetable glycerin, making them well-tolerated by children and alcohol sensitive patients. Practitioners often complement Beyond Balance formulas with high quality homeopathic such as Pecanus Bigeric remedies to enhance patient results. For more information, licensed or certified healthcare practitioners can call BioResource, the exclusive Beyond Balance distributor for the United States and Canada at 800-203-3775. That's 800-203-3775. And together, let's win the battle against Lyme disease. 
Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Laura Longley Show, where authentic change takes flight. Say yes to that inspired you and goodbye to your stuckness as Laura and her guests deliver powerful ways to work through common problems in this fun and unique hit show. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Anxiety can attack or creep up on us at the most inopportune moments, which makes us feel powerless and out of control. However, anxiety is a basic feeling that is created by our mind. Understanding some do's and don'ts about anxiety is a first step to demystify this emotion and regain control. The more we know about a challenge, the more we can find ways to overcome it. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For those of you that are listening, uh, you could go to the drpatshow.com and you can certainly go to transformationtalkradio.com. Dr. Nusheen Darvish joining me here today. We're going to make sure we have a lot of information that uh, you all have so you can find out more about the amazing uh, work healing that's going on at Holistic Medical Center. And that is in Bellevue, Washington. You can go to drdarvish.com, D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Uh, and if you want to call up and schedule your own appointment, you can call 425-451-0404. Uh, Dr. Darvish, thank you for today. It's always great. And we're going to hear from uh, these young women here in a minute, too. I think exciting. Gonna, I can't wait to hear what they have to say. I think we're going to hear from them. Yeah, I think they're still, <laughs> if they're still in the room, we're going to hear from them. Um, you know, what does a journey like this look like for somebody that's looking at a medical condition, people that are listening? How does this show up? I mean, this is like a wide range of symptoms that can show up. You know, what is this? What does this show up like for people? And then what can we do? You know, so when folks hear about this, they think, oh, OK, autoimmune. What do I do? But they don't know that there are ways that we can approach this emotional, spiritual, physical, nutritional. That's right, Dr. Pat. You said it. I remember. I remember <laughs> the time I walked in. I, I was telling Jessica. I remember the time I walked in and Dr. Darvish said, don't eat anything white. And I said, OK, that means I don't eat anything. I mean, what do you mean don't eat anything white? And then, OK, don't eat anything white and don't eat anything that has two legs. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, what is left? But there's lots left. And that's what I've learned. <laughs> There's always options out there. And the beauty of all this medicine is that it is individualized. Yeah, it is. So even if two people come in with the same condition like alopecia, mm -hmm. they will get treated completely differently mm -hmm. because their constitution, their life journey, their digestive system, their nutrient intake and absorption, their emotional state, everything is so different from each other yeah. that really I can't give the same pill for the same disease for every patient. So it's quite um, diverse and individualized treatment for each individual for whatever you mm -hmm. come in for. It doesn't matter if it's alopecia or cancer or um, rheumatoid arthritis or what have you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, too, it's also peeling the layers back. You know, it's peeling the layers back to see, OK, let's take care of this layer of things. It right. is. It is. You know, one of the analogies I, I talk about with my patients is a garbage can. That's right. We're all a garbage can, believe it or not. That's right. And so we fill this thing up with so many different things, molds and emotional stressors, both induced from the outside and from our own inside thinking process, overthinking things uh, with, you know, dietary things that are really things, not food. Right, right. <laughs> right. 
and uh, toxins from pollution and chemicals that we use on our hair and makeup. I mean, you name it. We fill our garbage can with all of this. And fortunately, it gets to a point where this can fills up and it can't handle anymore. And then you get an overflow of the symptoms of the right. toxins. And there you have the symptoms. And in this case, alopecia. Mm-hmm. You know, and so my my history, you know, my personal history, I think about and I see that I was sick all the time as a child and I was given antibiotics all the time. Then I was vaccinated and then I was given heavy metal, uh, you know, amalgams in my mouth. And then I was vaccinated even more. And then I went to medical school and I spent about three or four years in um, formaldehyde anatomy lab getting poisoned with all of this. And so I've spent the last 20 years since medical school trying to detox myself of all of this stuff. And during this process, I have learned a lot. And I believe that, unfortunately, my, ch- my oldest child took, took some of that load mm-hmm. from my toxicity mm-hmm. as I was detoxing, um, which at that time, you know, I didn't know any better. Uh, and so anyhow, so um, she is, she came into this world with toxins, as we all do. And her journey has been one where she has had to deal with food allergies and um, sensitivities to various chemicals and mm-hmm. toxins. Um, and it manifested itself with alopecia. Yeah. And so as I'm trying to detox myself, she's doing the same. The other two are very healthy and they're doing the same in order to maintain their health. Right. Right. So this whole journey has been really a healing and a helping and a teaching one and an inspirational one for me personally, Mm -hmm. as I watch and help and work with her and other people who come into the office um, wondering what to do with the alopecia. You know, this is interesting because I don't know if this generation really understands what it was like before we had a green movement. There was there was a time. It's not the age of the dinosaurs for you guys looking at me that, you know, there was an age before the green movement, before we actually cared. And it wasn't that long ago. And I come from New Jersey and I love the state I come from. So I'm going to say this. I love, you know, I come from a state that many people don't know about. We don't understand. There's a reason why it's called the Garden State. It's actually beautiful. But I also come from the state where if you know anything about the Atlantic and what it was like to be across the pond from New York at a time where dumping wasn't monitored. And I remember uh, I was in my 20s and I was walking uh, on, on the Jersey Shore, you know, like, like that sitcom, Jersey Shore. And I was walking and I stepped on a hypodermic needle. Now, how would that happen? Well, there was a time in the journey of our country where you could unload medical supplies into a river or an ocean. Wow. No kidding, right? Um, We're not at that time anymore. But if you can imagine, this is the world that we grew up in before we we started to get a bit smart about it. Um, People did stuff with our teeth that, my God, are you kidding? You know, we wouldn't do it to our dogs. Um, But this is really now a different time. We're at a time where we can make some positive change. And it's empowering time. Mm-hmm. It's a very powerful time that even though we are inflicted with so many emotional and physical ailments in this world and spiritual ailments, yeah. that we have the answers and the knowledge um, to access and to transform our lives as individuals and as mm-hmm. families and as communities and as a society. Mm-hmm. So um, there's always hope. You yeah. know, I had a patient I was doing a phone consult with the other day and he says to me, just tell me, is there hope? Is there hope? I said, of course, there is always hope. Always hope. Mm-hmm. But we have to ask you, Dr. Darvish, we do have to ask you because, you know, when you're sitting there and you have pain in 99.9% of the body, you know, when your cells perhaps have stopped working and everybody pretty much has said, you might as well get a wheelchair and fold it up. We have to come to someone like you and ask that question and hear it over and over and over again until something changes, which it does. 
You know, I have to share a story with you. My father-in-law, when um, we, uh, my husband and I, 22 years ago, we got married. He was immediately diagnosed with prostate cancer, metastasized to the bone. And the doctors had given him about three to six months to live. And he said, I'm not going to listen to these doctors. Mm. So uh, he sought alternative medicine and did, uh, you know, dietary changes and some Mm -hmm. supplements and whatever, what have you. And did a lot of spiritual work. Mm -hmm. He would read and pray and read the Baha'i writings Mm -hmm. every night and every day, really. Oftentimes when we went to visit him, he was laying in his bed reading and studying. He ended up living for five years. And just about two months before he passed away, he said, I'm done. I'm now ready to go. Mm. And he dropped everything. He didn't want to, you know, take his supplements. He did not want to do his dietary things. He just didn't want to do anything. And it was time for him to go. And he passed on. Uh, It was a place of inner peace. It was absolutely Mm -hmm. a place of inner peace. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But it's also an indication that, you know, there's always hope. Yeah, there is always hope. And there's always something we can do to access that from mm-hmm. a physical, mental, spiritual level. I want to ask you a question uh, before we bring on the uh, four angels we're getting ready to to introduce. I want to know what each of, of them, each of the four of them individually have taught you. Ooh. this might take a while. I don't know if we have this much time. We will make the time. We'll skip the next break. That was that was tried to, that was smooth when she tried to get out of that question right there. <laughs> so each of the four? Yeah. Okay. So you have to include Chandler. I will include yeah. Chandler. You know, Chandler is my adopted daughter. Mm-hmm. I have a story about that too. Mm-hmm. So Sana, Sana's my oldest. She's sixteen. She's the one that's been fighting alopecia areata. Mm-hmm. And Sana in Arabic means praise and mm-hmm. prayer. And that's what she has really taught me, to always pray and uh, to always be strong, to have courage and be authentic mm-hmm. and um, be powerful. She's a leader in almost everything she does. She's a go-getter. She doesn't, she's persistent. She does not drop the ball. She will go at it until she gets it. Mm-hmm. And she has taught me, do not give up. And she tells me, what else is there to do? Mm. We just have to keep going. Mm. That's Sana. Chandler. Chandler is one of Sana's best friends. She's also 16. And I've only known her for, what, about three years? And, you know, she, uh, she's the goalie in their soccer team. And I really didn't know her very well until this whole event occurred, which was that my uh, oldest daughter, Sana, she decided to shave her head. And Chandler said, I will support you and do the same. Mm-hmm. And... I thought to myself, would I have had the guts, the courage, the love, and the detachment at 16 to shave my hair to the bone, I mean to the skin, Mm -hmm. completely shaved to the skin in order to support my best friend? That's the question. That is the question. And I wouldn't have been able to do what she did. So she's taught me a lot about friendship, love, detachment, power, compassion, understanding. I mean, I, it's just beyond me. Mm. And then we go to Delbar. Delbar means the beloved, the heart stealer. That's a Persian word. And as Chandler, as Sana shaved her head, then Chandler starting shaving her head, Delbar says, I want to do it too. And I said, are you sure? Do you want a few days to think about it? She says, nope, I've thought about it already. 
I want my hair shaved. And this girl had the most beautiful, long, curly, full of body hair. And she said, nope, I'm shaving it. So we shaved her head. Mm -hmm. She said she wanted to do it in, to, in order to support her sister. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, she is my free one, the one that knows where to stand and how to stand on her two feet anywhere, anytime, with anyone. Mm -hmm. She is brave. She is also authentic. She says it and does it as is. Mm -hmm. She's a leader. And she's taught me a lot about courage. Mm -hmm and detachment that I don't think I would have had mm -hmm. at this age, at age 12. Yeah, no. no, no. So she's been really empowering mm -hmm. and inspirational to her and uh, her friends in school. I've had parents come up to me and say, you know, she just inspired all of us. Mm -hmm. All of us. And then Malika. Malika is my middle daughter. She's the most like me. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Malika, fasten your seatbelt, okay? Now, she decided not to shave her hair. Mm -hmm. And decided that she can stand her ground, despite what others may think, as to why didn't you shave your hair? Your other sisters did and their friends did. Why didn't you? So she's taught me a lot about confidence and also courage. And she is quite a leader as a middle child, which is rare to find. It she, is. It's very rare to find to be a leader as a middle child. So she's a leader and she's learned how to stand up on her two feet and say, hey, I can support my best friend, my sister, but I need to do it and will do it the way I should do it. And that's not necessarily by shaving my hair. And so she's taught her sisters how to be in love with them without mm -hmm. following in their actions and footsteps. Well, we're going to hear from them here in a minute. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to let them loose on air. Are we all ready for that? Let's take a short break. Thank you, Dr. Darvish. And when we come back, uh, we're going to be able to meet them individually. We're going to hear what their journey has been like. But we're also going to be able to hear something for those of you out there and thinking about your life not really being the same and maybe you've lost hope. You're going to hear some messages of inspiration, admiration, and what I like to talk about, perseverance. We'll be right back. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, remove your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Speaker, teacher, channel, clairvoyant, Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst who channels a powerful energy from source to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. 
Tune in to Angels and Answers with Artie Hoffman, the hottest psychic with the warmest heart, every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. With passion and a sense of humor, he delivers spiritual and motivational messages for both individuals and groups of people and is internationally known for his amazing psychic abilities. Don't forget to call in at 800-930-2819 for live on-air readings and visit Artie at ArtieHoffman.com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, as nationally known guests talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information. Tap into your I am energy to discover who you truly are and who you always have been. Dawn Smith offers a simple yet profound and life-changing way to discover your I am energy that is hidden beneath the toxicity caused by choices we made consciously or unconsciously prior to today. This internal perfection is not an idea, a theory, or some vague notion or concept. On the contrary, it is beyond the grasp of the brain and its intellectual interpretations as it lies deep within the language of our hearts. Visit imenergy.ca. Welcome back, everyone. I want to welcome you back. Well, as I said before, we've got the angels joining us here today on the show. And I'm going to have each of the angels go around and introduce themselves. Certainly, you just heard who they are. And you're going to hear about what they're all about. Uh, Hi, I'm Santa. Um, I'm 16 years old, and I have alopecia. I'm Chandler. I'm 15, and I'm Sana's friend. (laughs) I'm Delbar. I'm 12, and I'm in sixth grade, and I'm Santa's sister. I'm Malika. I'm 14, and I'm Santa and Delbar's sister. Thank you. Santa, I want to ask you a question. You heard your mom? Yeah. You you like heard the mom talk here a few minutes ago. Uh, While she was talking about this, how did this make you feel, given the journey that you've had? And tell folks a little bit about this journey for you. So um, I found out I had alopecia when I was around in third or fourth grade. And it all started with like a patch of hair loss that my mom found in the back of my head. Mm -hmm. And she knew what it was, but I didn't really know what it was what to make of it. I just thought it was this patch of hair that would grow back in a couple months. And then I realized that it wouldn't grow back in a couple months, that it would just keep falling out. And ever since then, it's just been going on cycles of hair loss and hair growing back for six or seven years. How did it feel when you heard your mom talk about you right there? I noticed you weren't texting, so you must have been, <laughs> you, you were plugged in, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just kind of made me feel that everyone has hope for everyone. And I don't know what she does actually can help you. Yeah. Chandler, mm-hmm. you're the goalie? Yeah. Step up to the mic there. Pull that mic close to you because we want to make sure we hear you. So Chandler, you were you were referred to as the friend and teaching uh, Dr. Darvish about what friendship means. Um, what was going through your mind, when, knowing what you found out about you know about your friend? What was going through your mind when you heard she was going to shave her head? Um, I just knew that I was going to do it with her. There wasn't any question or doubt mm-hmm. if I was going to do it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did what your parents think? They supported it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just didn't know if that was really what I wanted or if I was just 
like making a decision really quick. Mm-hmm. And and uh, ultimately, you were really clear, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like a goalie's got to be clear. You got to be paying attention. Right? I remember telling her, like, you don't have to do this if you don't want to do it. But she was so persistent on doing it. And in the end, I'm glad she did it because she didn't have to do it. And she knew that. Mm-hmm. Like, I told her she didn't have to. But, like, her doing it really showed, like, that she supported me. Mm-hmm. And well, she didn't have to shave her head to support me, but mm-hmm. she yeah. did it. And I'm so proud of her. But you guys share some things together, meaning you play soccer together, yeah. you're in school together. So what you have that's interesting is you have, like, these experiences, which we're going to get to in a minute about what happens at school, what do people think. But see, now you have this together, right? Because sometimes when we're, when we're, you know, come down with something, nobody really gets it. They don't really get it. Now you've got something where you have a friend, not a family member, a friend. Okay. So, Delbar. Hi. Glad to see you again. Thanks. Tell everybody what you did. <laughs> um, well, I shaved my hair. Mm-hmm. And for like Santa, but I always like when I was little, I like saw her hair falling out and, oh, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know what it meant. But then like as I got older, I realized it more. And then when like she, I like always wanted to do something to show her how much I supported her mm-hmm. and how much I loved her. And then Chandler said she was going to shave her head. So I'm like, oh, there we go. Bam. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what did you think? How did you, uh, what happened at school for you? Um, well, like, all my friends were, like, supportive, and then more kids liked me, and they wanted to be my friends. Oh, they liked you better (laughs) after you shaved your hair? Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. So, you you know, you probably won't let it grow out now, right? Um, Oh, no, don't answer. That's all right. You don't have to commit to that. Thank you. All right. Good. Malachar. Okay, so hi. So I decided not to shave my You're head. You're the middle. Yeah. You're like me. <laughs> yeah. We're in the middle. Yeah. But I'm not like your mom. I had to work really hard. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided not to shave my head because my dad, when I, so the day they shaved their head, my dad told me, my dad asked me if I would be happy if I did it because they're all happy and they don't regret it, obviously. So... I thought about it, and I decided, I thought about shaving it the next day, and I decided not to because it wasn't me, and it wasn't my way of showing support yep. for my sisters. So, yeah. That's well, no, I want to stay with you for a minute, because what you're saying is so very important to, to people listening to this show. You know, one of the hardest things to do in this life, and, and take it from somebody who's been around a few years is to learn what our authentic self is, what our soul is really about. Um, and Dr. Darvish talked about courage, but there's courage equally in the decision you made. Because you knew by making that decision, you were going to go out and you were going to get asked a different set of questions. Yeah. And your support was going to be challenged, right? Mm-hmm. But you handled it, didn't you? Yes. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? What do you, you know, I mean, what, I mean, I mean, like, you know. I'm proud of her for sticking to who she is. Like every, as you said, everyone shows their support in different rate, in different ways. And she didn't need to shave her head to support me. Mm -hmm. You know, I have some sisters. I, I have sisters. And I have to tell you that, um. Something your parents put in your water or something. Because the love that you four have for each other is such a powerful message to the world, right? And and that's really what I, that's the takeaway for me, is it's less about did I shave my hair, didn't, am I a goalie or am I not? Am I 12 or am I the middle child? It's not. It's really the love that you share for each other. Do you feel love, Sam? You feel yeah, love? of course. You feel love? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Every day when I look at them, I feel love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chandler, do you feel loved? Uh, yeah. They, mm-hmm. like the Darvish family, has taken care of me so much, and they're like my second family. Mm-hmm. That's why we've actually adopted her. 
<laughs> They've tried. Okay, now wait. All right, we got to do the math. Now, if she's adopted, are you still the middle? Yeah. Oh, we have to figure that out. Um, we'll you'd both be middle. You're both middle. That's what I love. I, I want to talk about what this experience is like and how people have accepted you. I mean, tell you know, you were sharing some stories with me about what it's like to have a shaved head. And, you know, your hair is growing out a little bit, but you were really shaved, right? What was it like when you did that, when you went to school, when you played soccer, whatever you did? How about your teachers? How did this all unfold for you? Who wants to go? Um, Chandler? Well, I never, I never, I only told my parents about this. I didn't ever want to say it to Sana. Mm. Um, the first day that we did it, when we had, like, we were bald and we went to the mall and there was this mom and her daughter and her mom like sarcastically looked at me and Sana and went to her daughter and was like, how about we cut your hair like that? And then the daughter was like, ew, no, they're so ugly. And I just don't think people understand and they can't, like a lot of people can't look past the fact like, oh, they have like shaved hair. Like, I don't know. Well, I think what, yeah, they can't look past what, you know, something that they learned in the culture because they are, you know, here, here's the sad thing about what you just shared from, you know, to me. You know what's sad about this? But there is a child that is so empty inside that is going to probably spend an entire life trying to get acceptance from an outer part of the world where it's impossible to do. Do you see that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I honestly, I feel bad for her for not understanding, mm -hmm. like not having mm -hmm. the ability to think beyond that. Mm -hmm. It was just sad. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I wanted to, you know, just, uh, ask you guys, um, and, and then Malachar, we're going to get to you. Uh, I want to ask you guys, I mean, what are some of the things, what your teachers say? I mean, I can, you, I, I can see, you know, I can see you guys like walking into school. I don't know. You got a little backpack on or something, you know, and you're walking in. I mean, you shared a couple of interesting stories with me. Yeah, Chandler, about what happens, but also, you know, how about, uh, Santa, how about your soccer experience? Yeah, so... Because I play soccer. Yeah, me and Chandler are on a soccer team together, and I don't know, a lot of times people treat you different. People that don't even know you treat you differently. Like, we had a game um, a couple weeks ago, and the ref, every single time a girl even touched me or, like, clip my heel on accident they would call a foul or something like that and the other team even scored on us and the ref called the goal back because they call it as a foul <laughs> <laughs> i just thought it was funny how like mm -hmm. people because these people they don't know us they only see what they see of us they mm -hmm. don't know who we are what our story is mm -hmm. and so it just shows you like people are judgmental but you know, it's not your place to tell them, like, how to act. It's what mm -hmm. they want to think. Yeah. Malachi, I want to ask you a question. Yeah, okay. Because we we talked earlier and, you know, we've talked about the fact that you made a decision to leave your hair the way it was so that you could be you. Yeah. Uh, what has been your greatest challenge with that decision? Certainly not from the people here, but for you as a young woman. You know, here you are. You're in school. You're doing other things. Well, people come up to me and ask me why I didn't shave my head. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel ashamed to say that I didn't want to because it wasn't my authentic self to shave my head. Mm -hmm. But like now I realize that I didn't need to do that to show my support. Mm -hmm. And so I guess that was my yeah. biggest challenge too, mm -hmm. like because what they would think of me is. Like, oh, she's so mean, she didn't shave her head for her mm -hmm. sister or something. Mm -hmm. You've also had to really, you know, be on the outside where you might hear something said about your sister, about about your sisters, both of them, uh, and, and Chandler, where people, you, you're you the one over here that might hear the chit-chat about what yeah. people think about them, right? Because nobody would ever say it to their face. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so people, yeah, people come up to me and be like, why did your sister shave her head? Mm -hmm. And so I would explain Santa's condition, and then I mm. would tell her how Chandler and my mm -hmm. little sister shave their head to show their support, and mm -hmm. I would just explain to them, and they would just be 
like kind of embarrassed to ask me in that way. Mm-hmm. Wow. We have a few minutes left. Um, I, you know, I want to, uh, Delbar, I want to ask you a question. What do you want to say to the peeps listening to the show? I want you to pull that mic up real close because I know you've got a few things to say. Uh, you know, you've heard conversations. You're, the, you're kind of no, you're on the inside. What would you like to say to, to the people listening? Um, it's like, I don't know. It's inside what counts and whatever is on the outside. Like, it's nice if you're pretty or anything, but you don't need to have long hair or like pretty eyes to be or like blue eyes to be pretty. Mm-hmm. And like inside makes you pretty. Mm. And like also, I don't know, like don't judge people before you meet them because Mm. you don't really know what they're going to be like just because by the way they dress or Mm -hmm. the way they look. Yeah. And, you know, you guys have been mistaken for boys as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Is that right? Didn't they call Chandler? What they call you? They called me, sir. Sir. <laughs> Wasn't that a teacher? Yeah, it was yeah. a substitute. Uh, but uh, they didn't know me. Uh, OK. But <laughs> yeah. OK, so I, we have a few minutes. I want to hear from you, Jim Alcar. I want to start with you. What's your personal message? What do you want to say to peeps? Well, I want to tell them don't judge people just based on what they look like, because. Well, yeah, don't judge people because they because it could hurt their feelings mm-hmm. if you're rude to them behind their back or to their face. Chandler? Um, just that it really doesn't matter what you look like or like how you dress. or It just matters the way you treat other people and that you show compassion for mm-hmm. others and that you... Mm. Take the time to know someone before you make judgment on them and just accept everyone before you ever reject someone. Sana? Um, Well, back to what my mom was saying earlier about hope. Anyone that's going through any sort of condition that affects them, just know that um, I mean, this disease isn't life-threatening for me, but it certainly does affect what, how I live my life and what I go through every single day. So just know that there is hope and that it's all going to be okay. Dr. Darius, we have about a minute. What's your personal message? And what do you think about these young women? You know, I told you they're my angels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got John sitting in the other room. We got to show him a little love here for a minute, too. <laughs> he shaved his head, too. That's my husband. Mm-hmm. He shaved his head, too, and in support of mm-hmm. these girls. You know... You mentioned earlier before the show, we were talking about how these four girls have made a powerful statement Mm -hmm. about being women in this society. And I wanted to just bring that up and share this little quote about how the bird, man and woman, is like a bird with two wings. Mm. If If the wings are not equally there and they're not working, that wing, that bird won't fly. Mm. And it's exactly the same in society. Once we get to the point where in society where women are acknowledged and accepted and given the same equal rights as men in the society, complementary, not the same, but complementary mm-hmm. rights, that the society will fly. And these women... These young ladies sitting here Mm -hmm. are a true example of that wing on that side of the bird that needs, that is actually starting to fly. Well, well said. I have nothing to add to that. Thank you all for joining us. It was deep. (laughs) Thank you all. Thank you all for tuning us in. We'll see you next time.